Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Welcome to another episode of that Disney Parks podcast. I'm Nick, and on this episode, I'm joined by Craig. Hello. And returning from his jollies, his jolly holidays, we've got P-Dubs. Good evening. It's weird, isn't it? Because this is the first episode in November, because technically... The last episode that went out was on the 31st of October. So that really should have been the start of November month, but it, it obviously wasn't because it was still October. But What are we recording? What are we recording now? Yeah. That Disney Parks podcast. Well, the one that went out on the 31st of October was that Universal podcast. Yeah. So, I don't know what your point is. Anyway, the the point I was going to make <laughs> was the fact that we've actually not sat around like this and recorded an episode in what three weeks? I carried this. Um, I carried this, this podcast. Network. Did you bollocks? You I put two episodes out. I put two episodes the, out. The listener numbers gone through the roof. No, 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 it's the floor, the floor. They've gone through the floor. That's the bad one. Through the roof is the good one. That's that's how it works. Anyway, thank you, uh, Craig. And also thank you for um, the, the substitutes that we had on as well um, in our absence to help out with those episodes. Uh, it was It was greatly appreciated. Um, but here we are, uh, a more regularly scheduled episode. I've, right, I've just got pictures now of Ryan, right, <laughs> with some plates and some bubble wrap and some boxes. He's just sitting there now, just, just packing. Oh, is that what he's doing? I didn't see, I didn't see his last message. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's packed. Oh, bless him. Oh, oh, fucking hell, Ryan. You made me swear on a Disney podcast. I know he said bollocks, it's fine. Uh, um, so, Mr. D, I think, is he back this week? Or next week? I don't mean on the podcast, week, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it should be. I think it's this week because he did Halloween and now he's doing Christmas. So, if Stays he's covered by then it should be this week. Right. Yeah, he'll be doing Easter only if he stays longer. Well, he'll be doing the, He's got the spring... DVC points. <laughs> he'll be doing he'll be doing the spring food and wine festival. In yeah. a couple of weeks. He was out there. Um I just I just seen I just seen 
Right. I've never that, that is that is one of his best excuses. He's he's it's packing. There, really. He's packing for something that might happen one day. <laughs> that's that's that is that's some forward thinking, Ryan. Well done. I honestly I think any any of our listeners just think that like Ryan's left and we're just making up these stories. Honestly, this this is exactly what happens in our group chat. It's true. Mrs. It's Ryan. Mrs. Ryan. Go and get what, the vinyl mason boxes out the loft. I, I I reckon if we get Mrs. Ryan on, or ask her to come on, she'll be more frequent than Ryan is. Mrs. Ryan, Mrs. <laughs> Ryan, have you got the shoe boxes for these weird Disney shoes I purchased on a whim? And every time hey. I go to the co-op now, I get my head kicked in. Look, there's nothing wrong with weird Disney shoes. We've been talking about that recently as well. But we're not going to talk about that tonight. What we're going to talk about is a little bit of news, and then... We're going to basically pass the baton over to to P-Dub so he can tell us all about uh, his adventures on the East Coast. Uh, before, of course, we get onto that, we should, of course, ask what everybody's drinking. So uh, I'm I'm on Pepsi Max uh, because there wasn't Why any in Canada. West Coast. West Coast. I said East Coast, didn't I? I meant West Coast. Yeah. Yes, got my geography backwards. Um, yes, but Craig, what are you drinking? Well, I don't drink much anymore, but tonight... <laughs> Except when he does. He doesn't drink. Craig, Craig doesn't drink anymore, except for the times when he gets absolutely twatted. Yeah. Well, you go I'm from 0 to 60. I'm having a pint can of Stella tonight. Good old wife, Peter. Uh, the drink that is, I'm not accusing Craig of anything. Uh, P Dubs, what are you he doing? Did me back. Uh, I am now on intermittent fasting again. Uh, so I'm on water. Thought he was going to say hey. steam. He's on steam. I yeah, want just, a cup of steam. Just, just, just consuming steam. Um, I'm licking the inside of a cloud. I, actually, let me just clarify my, my prior comment, because we're not going to talk about this on a podcast, because uh, none of it's relevant, but uh, I've been to Canada, uh, it was da, wonderful, da, da, da. And, uh, but what Canada didn't have uh, was, was Cherry Pepsi Max. They had uh, Pepsi No Sugar, which is their version of Pepsi Max, but they had no Cherry Pepsi Max at all. That, in fact, I don't think I saw a cherry-flavoured beverage the entire time I was out there, so... You know, Canada had everything I I ever wanted anywhere except for Cherry Pepsi Max. So, uh, do you think we've got any Canadian listeners? Um, I don't know. I'm mean, I hope I we don't have any. Love a Canadian listener. I hope we don't have any in in Quebec. Um, only because that's where I was, and it is very very French, and so uh, this probably doesn't translate very well to them. But uh, did they say a in Quebec? You know what? I didn't. I didn't have that. I didn't encounter it once. No way. No, it was. It was. Uh, it was fascinating. No way. Um, a. No way. A. Um, but no. Uh, yeah. I. I almost feel like starting a Canada podcast now. I'm. I'm so in love with the place, but I won't be. So that's. That's all I've got to say about that. Um, but let's just have a quick look at what's been going on, news-wise, uh, at Disney. Okay, so although we've not been together for a few weeks, I wouldn't say we've missed out very much. Unless somebody no. wants to correct me. 
I've got something. Go ahead, lad. Um, so on November the 3rd, uh, Fantasmic returned to Hollywood Studios. Indeed. Um, with a whole new section um, to the show. Mm. Um, gone is the Pocahontas chase scene Yay. that featured in it for a long time. Uh, Pocahontas herself still uh, retains the scene in the show, but not the same one, um, and is now part of a, a longer sequence um, that features a chase scene with Aladdin now instead, oh. um, uh, as he's chased by some of the the uh, the guards mm-hmm. uh, through Agrabah. Um, we also now have scenes uh, throughout this featuring Moana, uh, mm-hmm. Mulan, uh, and from Frozen. Um, so they all get their own little se- singing segment, but it's not let it go anymore, oh. which is which is always a step forward. Um, they are using Show Yourself uh, in this one. I find it very, very weird that Frozen 2 was about as big as Frozen. I don't think it superseded Frozen, but, I mean, it did very, very, very well. And yet... I think I've only watched it once. Frozen 2? I've watched Frozen a hundred times, but I've only watched Frozen once, Frozen 2 once. Yeah, but the thing is, what you've got to remember, and it it was the same for me as well, what you've got to remember, though, is by the time Frozen 2 appeared... Our girls were different ages. Mm. No, it was a hundred percent. It was a hundred percent. No, me. no, I, yeah, yeah, you know, definitely, yeah. She's, I mean, she still watched Frozen two like a lot of times, but nowhere near the amount. You know, Frozen was on almost daily rotation when that came out. Um, Frozen two didn't get that luxury, thankfully. Um, but. What I what I mean is is that you know Frozen Two was still a, a massive massive hit, and yet they've not really done much with Frozen Two. Whether that's the songs, whether that's some of the newer characters uh, that get introduced in that film, like they, they they're, they're ignoring quite a lot, um, and I'm quite surprised. Yeah, they have. And in my opinion, the soundtrack of the second one is stronger. I think there's. A- Whereas they haven't got to let it go, I think that was kind of alongside in summer. I think they were the two big songs. Whereas Frozen Two feels like it's a a more solid soundtrack. So, like every song song is is a decent one. What song is Uh, it? Show yourself. Oh no, show yourself is in Frozen Two, isn't it? Yeah. So I've got that completely wrong. Yeah, one idiot. Um, yeah. but, but my point stands in that, you know, in the parks, yeah. the characters are still in Frozen 1 costumes. Yep. Yep. Pretty much everything they've introduced in the parks has been Frozen 1. Mm. Not even the one in Disneyland Paris, which yeah. is what, 18 months old? Well, is, I mean... It's still Frozen 1. And it, it was, it was open just after Frozen 2. Yeah. Wasn't it like I, I think it it might have been three or four months after Frozen Two had opened that that attraction opened, and yet it was still Frozen One. When you thought corporate synergy would have uh, instructed that to be otherwise, um, but yeah, even in the parades and stuff, I've not really. I think they did I, for a while in Hollywood Studios, didn't they? When the film first I, I came think, out, I think they did. In that, 
I'm sure they did in that parade they had in front of the castle yeah, Disneyland Christmas. Paris as well. Yeah. But yes, yeah. So after that, it's the, the the kind of blue dress for Elsa, and it's the the green and gold. Or I mean, what's whatever. Frozen Three going to be about global warming? She gets all political and puts a castle up in the North Pole and just saves the world. I hope so. I wish it was just going like that with their frozen powers out of her hands for months at a time, taking am... carbon and putting it back. Well, I am surprised um, that they haven't, you know, because as we record this, we're a couple of days out from uh, Zootopia Plus coming out on oh. Disney Plus. Um, no. Yeah, I think that might be quite good. Um, yeah. So we're starting to get. You know, more of these kind of follow-ups. Obviously, you know, the Moana series is supposed to be out next year. Tiana's is, I think, out next year as well. Um, they're starting to do this like, extended stuff with, you know, popular films. But, you know, Frozen was... You was inundated, wasn't you? You had the um, Frozen uh, Forever After, maybe about a year or so after yeah. the first film. Uh, then we got a full bodied sequel but we had stuff in between you had the Olaf shorts but there's been nothing has there mm-hmm. Frozen 2 happens big hit when the, the there's always time travel on the third Disney film isn't it when it when they get to number three it was was it Santa Claus time travel I don't I've Cinderella third, one. third film time it, travel Cinderella does not count <laughs> neither does Lion do. King 3 either um but I, but it, it, I do think it's strange that we never got an announcement for Frozen Three, and it's they've just they've just stopped. I wonder if they feel they've oversaturated the Frozen market. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. Sometimes when the when the land opens in Paris, you watch. Yeah, quite quite possibly. Um, I've heard, I've heard pretty positive uh, feedback about the the kind of return of Fantasmic, but I did see that there have been lots of complaints about the uh, the queuing or or how busy it's been to see uh, the return. Yeah. Always something. It always is busy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised, but yeah, it might mess up people. Thousands and thousands of people stuff. trying to get in one place. Mm. Yeah, two not shows really a day. Not is it? No. <laughs> No, uh, but no, it's good. It's good that it's back. Um, I wonder as well with the change from Pocahontas to Aladdin. I wonder if that's due to I've seen more backlash recently about Pocahontas. Yeah, as as a Disney film, um, and I wonder if that was the reason for the change. Yeah. I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised. I there's been backlash about that scene for years. Do we not think? I mean, Fantasmic. When's it open? Ninety two. Yeah. Which which one opened first? Was it California or was it? No, it was Hollywood Studios first. I'm sure it was. So yeah, I'm oh, sure. No. So... Hold on, I can never remember. <laughs> well, it was it was it was somewhere between ninety two and ninety five. Then let's just say that. Because that's, I think, when they both open. Um, yeah. Obviously, at that time, the films that were, or the uh, the scenes that were in the show were of those current films at that time. Yeah. It, it was down such a long time. I'm a little bit 
surprised they didn't treat tre- uh, tweak it more. Yeah. To make it a bit more up to date with their current slate of stuff. To me, it actually felt shorter. Oh. Um, like some of the earlier scenes, like you obviously used to get um, the tumble monkeys were part of it, weren't they? Yeah. Um, for Lion King. And then you get the Jungle Book characters come along after them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen anymore. That's gone. So you've got the, right. the monkeys for the Lion King, but Baloo and Louie aren't there anymore. They still play the little, a little bit of Jungle Book music, but they're not on the, the barges anymore. Mm. Um, and yeah, the Pocahontas scene was fairly lengthy. Um, days, and, didn't they? Yeah, and the Aladdin <laughs> one's nowhere near as long. They chase him up one side of the, the rocks. He swings over to the... Uh, oh, he dives into a cave, comes out on the other side, and then swings across again. And that's it. The scene's done. Right. Um, yeah, and then, time. obviously, you've you've got... Probably the, the frozen bit is probably the longest. Um, like the other ones, Moana comes out. They've, they've raised the level of the water a little bit, and she comes out and kind of dances in the water. But then goes back on stage, holds up, the, the glowing green rock and then that's that done um, and yeah it just it doesn't I think they've taken some time out of it as well hmm bastards no, I mean, it's more, is... more time to reset doesn't it yeah for the it's... next show yeah yeah I mean, in the day it's not like you're you're not paying any. You're not paying money to go and see the show, so it's not like they they're cheating you out of money to see. You know what you're what you were paying for before because it was part of your day ticket. Um, we did the phantasmic dinner package. You, 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 well, yeah, but you're you're getting dinner with that as well, aren't you? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean, though. But you know, technically speaking, you know, ninety eight percent of guests that go and see Phantasmic are not paying to see it. In any way. But I know you mean. But still, good that it's back. And, you know, it eats up a lot of people. So hopefully that will put less pressure on some of the other attractions that are open at that time. So, yeah. yeah. Um, The only thing I really wanted to talk about was various reports that I've seen. One on on a website we don't talk about. But I've seen it kind of mentioned elsewhere, um, and that is the uh, the capacity of uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser has uh, it's, it's demand has fallen quite significantly. But the capacity, the capacity is still the same, though. Well, yes, the capacity is still the same, uh, which is ninety four standard cabins. Four galaxy class suites and two grand captain suites. I didn't realise there were so few of the uh, the kind of uh, special special rooms. Um, but yeah, hundred guest rooms in total, and uh, in coming weeks, some of those stays have got about twenty five percent occupancy. That's awful. Mm. It's just taken away from so 
all, all, all the crowded scenes where you've all got to go in and you've all got to go there and and you're all gathered in the bar and stuff. If there's just like four of you standing round, you know, and one of them's always going to be the the, the odds of you being on a cruise with Len Tester are just going to be fantastically reduced, aren't they? Because he's on every other one now. <laughs> well, um, I said I'm not going to credit this this source at all. I don't deserve the credit, um, but I'm sure you can go and find it. But it says. Um, one of the voyages has got a reservation for 128 uh, guests. 128 guests. Due to this low number of occupants, cast members, particularly servers, are losing hours. Um, a loss of hours potentially represents the issue of staff leaving in favour of other employment as well. On a typical night, Len Tester booked out a whole Star Cruiser. I'm sure he has, you know. Possibly. I'm sure he's done a big maybe, event. Maybe it's his. Um, on Jim Mills of... just rolled. He's just covered himself in fear. He's just like a little Ewok. <laughs> on a typical night of all the Star Cruiser, two dinner services are put on. Um, normally, yeah, to, to, to split up the, the kind of guests. Um, and it's normally run with 10 servers. One dinner service for 128 guests is going to be run with 10 servers. Each server will be responsible for approximately 12 guests each, which is two to three times less than a normal evening. Oh, dear. Yes. Um, Not like we didn't predict it, did we? Well, the thing is, I mean, this is obviously looking, and I'm, I'm assuming, because the thing is, if you go on the website and you try and book a date, it doesn't tell you how busy it is. It just tells you there's availability. So... I'm guessing this information has come from a cast member. It's got yeah. to have been leaked somehow. This isn't easy information to get out. So I reckon a cast member's like reported this. The thing is as well, it's not just the servers. It's also going to be the entertainment as well. Yeah. Because you're, you know, it's not going to be commercially viable, is it, to put on all the have all the the paid actors or the paid entertainment that you would normally have. If there's 128 guests, oh. I mean, it's a. I mean, the thing is as well, we know it's obviously a, a huge space that this is in. So we've seen it. You know, we've all seen videos of like you know really full up cruises and how that looks. Can you imagine what it's going to be like with 128 people in it? It'll be like walking it'll around. Let it'll be. It'll be like walking around IKEA at like nine nine forty at night, just before yeah. it closes for the day. Do you know what I mean? That you'll be able to, that just, just, you'll just see people in the distance. You'll be nowhere, nowhere near anyone else. Um, you're right, P Dubs. We did, we did say this could happen. I just, I, I'm, I, I think before it started, take a shot, guys. I think before it started, I would have said that this would have been possibly what would have happened in the first three months. But when it did open, and it was obviously, you know, very busy, I then thought, oh, may maybe it might be all right for a year or two. Um, but it's been, what, seven months? Eight months? Thing yeah. is, we're going into a global um, meltdown, mm -hmm. aren't we, a, a recession? And yep. The, you know, we can still all go to Walt Disney World, but we'll all just have to 
stay in Pop Century and not Animal Kingdom Lodge, and you know, and we'll go for ten days instead of fourteen days and stuff like that. But the first thing you won't be doing is this freaking white elephant. Hmm. You just wouldn't, would you? Well, I mean, five thousand dollars for for like two nights, something stupid like that, isn't it? Well, I think. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It, it, yeah, it's it's just over five grand. I mean, the thing is, I think in general, occupancy is going to be a, an issue for Disney World next year. Um, I hope so because I'm going. <laughs> but I think a lot of people won't. I, I think people that might have already booked might actually pull out before they have to pay their, you know, the rest of their deposit because it's going to get too tight for them. You know, we've just had. Um, you know, energy bills go through the, the floor here. Um, huh? Through the roof. Through the roof. Um, we've, we've, you know, and, and that's one thing, obviously, petrol, food prices. I mean, you know, every time I go to the supermarket, food is more expensive than it was the week before. Um, I pay attention to all this stuff. Like, everything's getting more expensive. So people are going to find, you know, that they're going to have to make even more cuts as the next few months roll on. So I think a lot of people that have even booked for next year won't actually end up going. Yeah. Won't be able to afford to. In- interest rates. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know I know a few people that have been out there um, recently and I, someone else who's been to Vegas and they've all commented about how much everything uh, has gone up. Because the thing is, we've got the double whammy of the conversion rate um, going down dramatically, but also the price of goods in the States going up. So the pound's worth less now than it was, you know, a year ago. And also the cost of things has gone up as well. So it's more expensive for, you know, Americans and tourists. We mates just got back from New York and at uh, the top of the rock, so at the bottom of the top of the rock, there's a, a little a wine place, a, an outdoor drinking area. $38 for two glasses of wine. Jesus. $38. Yeah. So I think something like this, and funny enough, like our friends over on Diz Down Under were talking about this just last week, uh, about about this this kind of situation. And the question they didn't ask, which I wish they had asked of each other, because they were comparing the cost to their cost, the cost of their uh, a Disney World cruise, right? And the fact that you know, two not and Craig, we did this last summer, didn't we? We were looking yeah, yeah. in real time at the cost of a, a, a trip to Castaway Key compared to a trip on the Galactic Star Cruiser, um, and and it's about the same. But you're obviously on a proper cruise for about three extra days. And the question they didn't ask themselves, which I wanted them to, was at what point do you pull the trigger? At what point did Disney reduce? Because they're going to have to. They're going to have to reduce the cost. So when does it become then something you could justify doing? What's the what's the break point for you? You're not going to pay five grand, Craig, to go and do this experience. Oh. Well, it wouldn't. In fact, it would cost you more than five grand because I think five grand was based on two people. So, you know, you'd be going as a four anyway. So, it, it, let, let's call it eight. 
right? That's what it would cost you today. What would be the point that you go, this is something I'm willing to sacrifice two of my park days for? Which you've already got tickets for. Which you've already got tickets for. What 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 value do you think you would put on this experience? <laughs> um, realistically, it's two nights, isn't it? Yeah. Two grand. $500 per person. Oh, really? Okay, interesting. Well, it's, it's, if you're breaking it down, even it's $250 per person per night. Yeah. If you're getting all the entertainment, you know, it doesn't sound too expensive when you, you say it like that. But when it's $500 per person per night, just a bit too much, but anyway, I hope it gets shut down anyway, shit. What about you, p Dubs? What do you think it would be your, your go point? Honestly, I would, I would probably step it up to three grand, but I just I don't really have any interest in doing it. In mm. all honesty, same. Um, having the experience of walking around Galaxy's Edge and and bumping into characters there, I don't feel the need that I need that for two two nights, three days, constantly. Um, I'll just stick with Galaxy's Edge. Thank you. <laughs> By all means, like come up with a way of of incorporating it into a Disney holiday. I think that could work. But as a standalone, when you're paying double bubble, which you are because you, you you're staying on Disney property, so your hotel room's going to be empty for two nights. Which you buy so, for? Which you've paid for. You've got room. Uh, you've got park tickets, which you've paid for and that you're not using for two days so if there was a way of compensating you for the two nights at the hotel that you're not using and your park tickets so to drive the cost down a little bit then maybe all right so look kings of travel call you up and they say right we can do this deal for you we'll take off two days of your hotel the cost of two days of your hotel don't have to move out but we'll just take the cost of two days off. We'll also work out two days worth of park tickets value and take that off as well. Now, obviously, it's going to be based on a fourteen-day ticket. It's not going to be based on a on a on a day ticket because they're obviously much more expensive. And they'll take that off if you book the the Galactic Star Cruiser at a reduced rate of four grand. I want photo pass thrown in and everything. Don't you get that anymore? I, I don't think you get it on the Star Cruiser now. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. There's like a photo package thing, isn't there as well? Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah. it raises good questions. I mean, P Dubs, I'm in the same boat as you. It, my answer would have been, I don't know what you could have reduced it down to to make me want to go and do it because it sounds like hell on earth. Yeah. Um, you know, I love Star Wars, but You're having a shite be... and Darth Vader kicks the door in. <laughs> well, no, then I might be more interested. But I think the fact that you know this is a a full on two day immersive experience, I think would because of my mindset just just would not 
just not would not work. Would not work with me. Would not work with my daughter either. Absolutely not. Um, she doesn't even really like Star Wars, so <laughs> even harder to get her on board. But I just, I just don't. For me, it's just not an experience. I think I'd be able to enjoy it. I think it's really great. You know, there are people that have obviously gone more than once um, because obviously a, a five grand cruise that is like you know changing the back of the sofa for um but because they also enjoy the experience and i think that's great but i think this is such a niche product i just don't see it's got long-term value and i think what they'd have been better off doing you know like when they used to do um well i guess they still do but you know like you can pay for like the the excursions so like the um the tour of animal kingdom at night or you know um keys to the kingdom that kind of stuff if they'd have instead done something with Star Wars around that, where actually it was like a half day, or maybe a full day, maybe like a, a nine till six experience or something like that on this ship with you doing all this stuff, I think that might have been more that that would have appealed to me. I think I think I could have I could have justified that I could have tolerated that, but this whole itinerary, this whole role play thing in character. I mean Jesus P dubs. Remember the, the, the credit card guy at yeah. Olga's Cantina? That was driving me round the fucking bend and that was just thirty seconds well it wasn't thirty seconds of interaction, but it was like about two or three minutes of interaction with him talking in character and I was just like losing the will to live because I just wanted him to tell me what was going on, why my what my galactic credit provider was telling them. Uh <laughs> Talk to me like a normal person, you weirdo. Um, yeah, I just think it's such a niche and a niche that I just can't see uh, this really recovering. And I think if they do go down the route of reducing costs, you will see, obviously, a bump. But I I think it's it might have already reached its peak. Yeah, this might agreed. be as good as it gets for them. Yeah. I remember getting angry at two wizards saving me some hot butterbeer because they asked me if I was going to uh, Halloween Horror Nights that night. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking speaking of uh, wizards, did you see that they were doing a, a sports day at Hogwarts recently? What? Yeah, they were selling tickets for it. Did you not know? No. Do you know how much I tickets? Follow the news. Oh, do you know how much tickets were? $110. No, no. It's quite reasonable, actually. They were about a quid each. Oh. Let's put some uh, sound effects in there, please. Uh, <laughs> tumbleweed. Tumbleweed sound effect. Please. I'm not... Right, so what happened was we've got one of those stupid um, Alexa shows. I think that's what it's called. You know, those, those kind of like little screen-based... Amazon Echo things, yeah, and it's obviously constantly on, you know, showing you recipes and telling you what you can listen to and all this nonsense. And it popped up yesterday, and it said uh, something about a sports day at Hogwarts. And I was just downstairs at the time, and he said to me, "What, what, what is this about this this sports event at Hogwarts?" I was like, "I don't know, got no idea what you're talking about." So. It said, like, you know, ask ask Alexa. So she did. And it then told, you know, it then said to her, oh, yes, you know, you can buy tickets. And it, she asked how much they were. 
and that's what it said back to her. And she, she it went over her head. She didn't clock the joke at all. That, Alexa, that Alexa, Alexa properly mugged off my wife. My wife. And it was beautiful. And she got so pissed off, she told Alexa to fuck off. And it did. <laughs> Screen went black. <laughs> so there you go. Fun stuff for you. Um, right. I think we've uh, rinsed this uh, for what it's worth because I don't really want to get into the Christmas bits that have just gone on sale in Magic Kingdom. It's the first no, no, it's not the first November. It's the first show in November, and I'm basically not ready for this yet. So instead, I think we'll go and uh, have a look at what Pete Dubs has been up to. Yes, it's that time again. It's Patreon time now. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a website where you can support content creators and in return get some benefits. For example, if you become a Patreon of ours, you get early release episodes of all our shows plus exclusive content you can't hear anywhere else. So that's what we do and we'd love your support. But these are the people that keep this show happening. And if you become a Patreon, you too can be in this roll call here we go we've got steven we've got jane and steve we've got todd we've got rob we've got breaking dad david elliott tom dave peloto i hope i've said that right dave i apologize if i haven't uh, kevin dan nikki james dowling crystal dungeon sandy paul kane daniel livingston mel swanick Kate, Chris, Karen, Lee, Haley, Joseph, and Ryan. Thank you so much for supporting us. We really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully that Discord channel will be set up soon. I've got it ready to go. I've just got to figure out how to use it. But we'll, we'll get there. But if you would also like to support us, then please visit patreon.com forward slash that podcast and if you can't remember what the address there's a handy link in the show notes below thank you for listening and thank you for your continued support so p-dubs the floor is yours tell us what's been going on so finally finally, uh, my family, finally after all these years um, decades it, it feels like it it certainly did feel like it um, I finally got on a plane again, um, <laughs> which was great. Uh, planes a plane, uh, 11 hours on a plane, not so great, but there, I'll tell you what, there's a t-shirt Craig, isn't it? Yeah. Planes a plane. plane. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Bob Marley sing that? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I finally headed out. As Nick said, to the East Coast, but it wasn't. It was the West Coast. Well, hang on. Um, te- technically, <laughs> technically, you did go to the East Coast. You just didn't no. stop. Didn't I? I flew over Canada. Oh, Canada. Um, so I didn't go anywhere. I, I flew back over the East Coast. Um, but yeah, on the way out, you fly over, over Canada um, to uh, California. Um, for the first time, in fact, that was more than a decade since I last went to California. 
I, I wasn't going to interject. I was going to let you carry on. But <laughs> <laughs> what? So I mean, the thing is, because I mean, obviously, we flew uh, a few days apart. Um, yeah, I was I was quite cautious going, just because we hadn't been obviously like you hadn't been since the pandemic, and obviously traveling even a year ago was was much different than what it was and yep. for for us for getting to canada i think about two or three weeks before we was due to go they basically just went you don't need to do anything anymore you don't need to take a test you don't need to prove you know yep. uh you're, you're safe to fly or anything like that you can just go but in my head i was waiting to get to the airport and finding out there was something we hadn't done or there was Whereas something we had to do in the airport will- or something yeah, we were we were different. About a week before we went, we had to uh, send BA our proof of vaccination um, to be able to fly. Um, the only issue was they didn't require it for children, uh, but the website still kept asking for it. <laughs> um, so we couldn't check in properly. Um, right. But we, about... 36 hours beforehand, it eventually said, yep, everything's okay. Um, you can check in. So we we checked in, um, obviously, the 24 hours before, and we were lucky enough that we could drop our baggage off the night before we were staying um, in Heathrow the night before we flew. Wow. Um, so we went and dropped all our luggage off the, the night before, so it was much easier the next morning for us. Yeah, it was, it was weird because it still... It still suggested that we needed to show our vaccine status, and I'd completely forgot to mention this to my way. Um, I had it on the the NHS app anyway, but like you, I was thinking well, it doesn't say anything about kids. But my daughter had uh, had had a COVID jab, um, and I thought, well, how are you going to show that because you can't access that on an app or anything like that. I think she got like a card yeah. when she had it, whenever it was. Um, yeah, but there was there was nothing else there, so I I, I just I was waiting for something to go wrong. Uh, but yeah. for me, I flew at Gatwick, and um, it it was exactly the same as it had been the last time I flew. Like I, I noticed no differences at all. Um, so obviously you you dropped your luggage off the night before, so that's great. But yeah. You know, was the the airport experience any different? No, not for me. It was exactly the same. They didn't check any of our paperwork, um, despite the fact that they told us to bring it with us as well. Um, so no, it was it was pretty much exactly the same. Um, there was there was a warning beforehand just to take masks in case something changed at the other end that they they required you to wear masks. Mm. Um, but no, we. Though I will say there still seems to be more Americans wearing masks uh, than here in in England that I I noticed. Though I don't go out that often, to be honest. Um, but there still did seem to be a lot of people wearing them out there. I think that's more of a California thing. Yeah. To be honest, because they obviously had much harsher restrictions than. Um, they did, you know, compared to a lot of states, you know, they were very yeah. uh, on on the ball um, with that. Um, but funny enough, the the entire time I was away, 
the only time I had to put a mask on was to go into one bookshop. That was the only place yeah. that said you need to wear a mask, and I actually had masks for you to. I had one with me anyway. I just had one in my bag. But that was the only place I went to where they were like, "Oh yeah, we need we we need you to wear a mask." Otherwise, I don't think I saw one the entire trip. No, no, there was definitely there was a lot more in California than I was expecting. Um. But yeah, flight was flight was easy, no problems. We were we were actually about an hour early uh, in arriving, um, which makes a change because normally I end up being late. But yeah, and LAX has changed in the way I remember it from obviously nearly a decade ago. The the international terminal has been completely completely refurbished. I mean, it's still undergoing work, which which makes it a bit of a nightmare when you come out of the airport. Um, as you can imagine, LAX is one of the busiest airports in the world, and it's a nightmare when you come out. Um, and we'd hired a car, so we we had to get on a on a bus and to take us to to pick up the car. Um, but that was a bit of a nightmare finding it because, as I say, it's still undergoing a lot of work around that terminal. Um, they're still expanding it at the moment, I think. Um, but we eventually did it. Went and picked a car up. We we'd rented with Avis as part of a package. Got there. I'd never driven outside of the UK, so that was a fun experience. One that I don't plan on doing again. I have to be <laughs> honest. Um, didn't enjoy it in the slightest. Um, and that first, that initial picking up the car when you have no idea. Never driven an automatic car either. Um, so, so I was going to ask. That was fun. Yeah, I was going to ask that because I mean, nearly every car in America is is automatic, and yeah. I'll I'll never forget when we drove for the first time in Florida, and uh, and I don't drive anyway, so it was all down to the wife, but she'd never driven an automatic, so we're driving. She thinks she's putting her foot on a clutch, but she's not. She's putting her foot on a bla- on the brake. So we are just yep. like kangaroo hopping around this car park. Yep. And couldn't work my, out what was wrong. My, my initial thoughts was so they don't didn't have a key. The car didn't have a key. It was a button. Uh, yeah. You have to press the button and the brake yep. to to start the ignition. And the handbrake was also a pedal, uh, which was fun. Ooh. Um. So yeah, 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 I I kept getting confused as to what was the handbrake and what was the brake um, to start with. Um, eventually, I got there um, and we headed to our first destination with a stop at the the almighty Walmart along the way. Oh, did you cry? <laughs> it was a bit weird because it was very different to the Orlando ones. I have to be honest. No guns. Uh, <laughs> no guns. No. <laughs> um, in fact, all the pills and stuff were behind glass cases. Oh the wow! Glass rooms be unlocked um, if you wanted anything like that. So that was that was a little bit strange. And to be honest, we were so tired at that point that we we kind of went in, got what we wanted, and we were gone. We didn't wander around. Yep. Um, and so our first destination was the Disneyland Hotel. Wow! What a way to open your holiday. Yep. Um, Pulled up to the gate. Uh, have you got a reservation? Yep. Uh, have a magical day. So they're still, it's still there a little bit. And I have to be honest, I didn't think the cast members were as great as they have been. 
in years past, uh, and there's there's reasons for that. We know that we've discussed the reasons why um, it's possibly not as great as it used to be in terms of that kind of custom. Um, but you still find some great people. So the, the woman at the gate was lovely. Um, she got a cast compliment straight away um, as soon as we got there. Um, checked in. We'd already checked in, um, but they needed my my credit card for incidental. So we yeah, they did. we went and did that. Um, so we did that, but they actually didn't take them in the end. Um, they said, we can do it without. You can pay for your parking now, and we don't need to do that. Um, which is another great thing. They they do it if you think you're going to spend. But we were only staying there for two days. Um, so we were like, the likelihood is we're not going to spend on the hotel room. Um, so don't don't worry about giving us access to that. So they literally just charged us for the parking there and then. Uh, and that was it, done. Um, we didn't have to speak to them again until we left. Um so yeah, we we checked in. We were in the Frontier Tower. So you've got three towers. You've got the Fantasy Tower, the Adventure Tower, and the uh, the Frontier Tower. tower. Oh. Um, though of course they are building the DVC Tower. So we're wondering what they're going to call that. The Bakia um, Tower. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we went straight to the room, and I sent you guys a picture pretty much as soon as we checked in. Um, and yeah, I I'm going to be honest now. I don't think I could take a step back from staying in that hotel now. Um, it, even though it's not their best one, we we spent a few hours in the Grand Californian later on in the week um, just to have a, a bit of a break rather than going back to the hotel, um, which is absolutely gorgeous. And if you've got the money, then you're obviously going to stay at the Grand Californian. But the Disneyland Hotel is a great middle ground, um, in my opinion. Um, we loved it. I didn't the only thing the next morning we had breakfast at Goofy's Kitchen, um, which was wonderful for a character meal. Um, though Disneyland aren't as hot on the character meals as as Walt Disney World, that we we had a great time that morning. Um, we didn't use the facilities. Chris will be sad to know that I didn't get to Trader Sam's. Um, we just didn't have time, and I will preface this by saying four days at Disneyland wasn't enough. Oh, interesting. Um, nowhere near long enough. Wow. Um, I didn't get to do half of the Disneyland park. Um, California Adventure, we managed to get through pretty much every ride, um, but Disneyland, we didn't. Um, it was just too busy, um, and there's some that I'm – really sad about that we've talked about that I, in hindsight I probably should have made the time to do um, I didn't get on Indy uh, I didn't get on Big Thunder, didn't get on Splash didn't get on Alice in Wonderland um, it was just impossible to get it all done I mean three um, of those are park so, exclusives I mean they should have like yeah. <laughs> been your priority yeah I just didn't have time that was that did, was the you, did you invest in their version of Lightning Lane or whatever it's called over there? No, didn't. I, I refused to. I we A couple of times we had conversations that we, we might do. Um, Rise of the Resistance we talked about on the first day and I said, look, we've got another day. Um, and we did it. We managed to get it done in, I think we queued for maybe 45 minutes. 
first thing in the morning. Um, and it was the same. We said the same with Spider-Man and Radiator Springs. Um, but Spider-Man, we got done easily. Um, that wasn't a problem. Radiator Springs, we had to leave until our second day in California Adventure. But I ended up going on it twice that day because the, the queues just weren't as bad uh, on that second day. Me and, me and my little one did it for, well, during the day. California Adventure, and then I went back in the evening by myself and did it single rider. Um, so I got that done twice. So no, we didn't. We probably could have done Genie Plus, and maybe could have got more done, but I'm not convinced we would have done. So with um, with Radiator Springs, and again, it's yeah. only because our friends on Dis Down Under were talking about it on this week's episode. Um, there was a, a recent complaint from somebody. Um, I don't know where they found it from, but it doesn't matter but about um, a lot of the stuff being down on the attraction? I noticed one animatronic was uh, covered over with a curtain. Um, oh, it, they didn't, that it, was the it only... wasn't even, they didn't even have a curtain up when they did that. So. Yeah, no, the, the scene before you go off um, on, the, on the race, when you get new tyres and things like that, um, I noticed one of... I, wasn't Luigi? It was the the little guy that does the pit stops. Yeah, I can't uh, in the film, he yeah. he was covered. Guido, is it? Yes, right. Um, and he was covered up. <laughs> well, we've always wondered what happens to the cars when they die, Craig. Maybe that's it. They just put a cat over them. <laughs> yeah, but because because you have two sides, so you have the one that does the the tires, mm. and then one that does something else. The other side was working fine because I I did both sides, right? Um, but it was just it was the the tire side um, was missing one animatronic, but everything else I didn't notice anything missing. Okay, yeah, I mean I I'm talking like mass, you know, uh, mates yeah. are not moving or talking. Uh, a tractor, I think it's a tractor not uh, being lit tractor up. In. Yeah, not tractoring. <laughs> Uh, there was there yeah. was there was like an abundance of them, so I didn't know if that was like no. a, a long term thing or if that was just you know on that day. Didn't so seem like it been, to me. I think it yeah, must, yeah. I think it must have been that day, but no, that that worked. But stepping back, our, our first day, we um we booked Oogie Boogie Bash for the first night, mm. um, and while we were tired and the other two flakes out about between nine and nine thirty. Um, <laughs> we had, we had a, we had a great time. Um, what, what was the sort of like the, the ambient temperature, like Jordan, all this. <laughs> so the, the temperatures, <laughs> the temperate temperatures in California while we were there ranged from about 28 to about 36. Wow. Um, yeah, the first few days were very, very hot. Our, our first day, I think, hit 36. Or um, a drier heat? No yeah, it's, it's not humid like that. Yeah. We obviously there was we were drinking a lot of water um, throughout the day, but it was it wasn't like the Florida heat. Um, I got burnt a little bit just because I missed spots on my arms. Um, but no, it's definitely not like like Florida heat, that's for sure. Um, but Oogie Boogie Bash was great. They the treat trails are set up so well that you they've got about four or five different 
street stations within one section. So you go off and meet a character or, or watch a character. They put on little performances more than more than them being meet and greet, but you'll find four or five different treat stations within that area. So as you're going through the queue, you'll hit a set of two cast members who'll put something in your bag. You'll move to another one, some more, all while watching the same character. So I think we did five character trials. So you were looking at like 20 to 25 treat stations. Wow. <laughs> which is just ridiculous. So the characters that we saw, we saw Cruella, which was the live action version. Oh, um, yeah. That'd be nice. That's a um, Yeah. Madam Mem. Oh, man. Um, from Sword in the Stone. Agatha Harkness from WandaVision. Um, Ernesto de la Cruz from Coco. Mm-hmm. And... There was one more. Oh, Oogie Boogie. We did Oogie Boogie first. Um, and he sat up in the animation building. Um, and how they change it like that, because it goes from being like his lair in the evening. And then we went in it the next day and it was, you wouldn't even know he'd been in there. Wow. It's like completely just back to how it would be during the day. Um, which was was great, but yeah, the, the characters were all great. They, they'll talk to you as you walk past, uh, have a conversation with you, which was which is quite good. Um, and could yeah, you, we really enjoyed that. Could you could you take selfies or? Yeah, yeah, okay. you could do. They they weren't weren't moving you along really quickly. Um, so yeah, it was really enjoyable, and I, I lasted a little bit longer. Um, I went and did the the villains trial, um, which is normally Redwood Creek trial, um, and it's like special effects. They use lasers and and also and like lights and stuff like that to to create characters. There's no characters throughout it, um, but it's you have little sections that are based on certain certain villains, um, which was cool, and then. As the other two left, they went back to the hotel, um, and I walk, I'd walked back to the the main entrance with them, and I was like, "I'm going to stay and do a few more bits." Um, but I happened to catch the parade. Um, it was just coming back along Buena Vista Street, um, which was great as always. You've got the headless horseman, um, and, and and the usual characters that you expect the the grave diggers, along with the hitchhiking ghosts. Uh, and a few of the other villains, um, and yeah, it was that was really enjoyable. I'm not, a, as I've said before, I'm not a massive parade and night nighttime spectacular kind of guy, um, but I enjoyed the parade because it it was one that I'd not seen before, um, so I really enjoyed that. So yeah, that was that was the first day, and I'm not gonna dive deep into everything we did, but we had we had four days. In the park, so we did California right. Adventure Disneyland, California Adventure Disneyland. Just before we go into that, um, yeah. I mean, firstly, I, I, the Inessa de la Cruz fascinates me because yeah. I really can't work out how they do it. <laughs> no, it is very clever. Yeah, uh, if you haven't seen a video of that, I mean, there's plenty of videos people have taken yeah. of him uh, at the event 
uh, check those out. Yeah. So it was really it impressed me in the same way that when they first did Jack, I thought it was. I, mean, I still yeah. think Jack's great, but you know, I was impressed with how they did it, and and that's you know kind of like similar. Um, yeah. But you know, how would you? I mean, it's it's hard because obviously you you didn't do the whole event as you would have liked to have done, you know, because yeah. it was your first night and you've just got it in and stuff like that. But um, yeah. how do you think it compared to like a Mickey's Not So Scary? Uh, I would definitely say it wasn't as busy. Um, I would say they probably put more effort into it. Um, it seems to be ever changing. Um, obviously, last year, I know a lot of people saw the zombie Captain America. He he wasn't around this time. Um, I believe he'd been kept aside for special evenings. So, like, when parks had been rented evenings. out. Yeah, yeah, when parks had been rented out by companies and uh, things like that, they, they'd roll him out. Um, so, yeah, that was a, a little bit disappointing. Um, and when I went past, it was Black Widow was meeting and greeting in um Avengers campus and in that area where he was last year. Although um, that said, I know that you sent a picture of um old Jack Russell. Yeah, yeah, he weirdly he wasn't out for Oogie Boogie Bash. Uh, <laughs> I happened to just be waiting to go in and see the Doctor Strange show um right. on my second night in California Adventure and I was just sitting there queuing and all of a sudden he appeared up on the building. You could hear the growling start, and I was like, where's that coming from? And I turned around, and he was literally up on the roof next to me. So just just to, because, just to, I mean, that was not exactly, uh, that was a little bit cryptic possibly from me, but uh, Jack Russell, for those that don't know, is the, the main character in Werewolf by Night, which was the recent yeah. uh, Marvel Studios special presentation that dropped yeah. on Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, great that they they. I mean, obviously, California's got a history of weeding out characters quite quickly after you know a movie's yeah. come out or a show's come out. But it was good to yeah. that he was in the park. Yeah, and talking of that, I I happened to bump into Mister Knight as well. Um, nice. While I was walking around, right, literally, right to the end of the evening, my second night in California Adventure. I just happened to be walking through Avengers Campus. I think I I just I just done Doctor Strange show um, after Werewolf by Night had come out, and I was just walking out at the end of Avengers Campus, and he was there. There was about five people having photos with him, so I just took a couple of snaps as I walked past. Oh, that's um, great! Yeah, yeah, it was it was great to to see these different characters, and I suppose touching on that as well, uh, I got to see the Hulk. Um, doing his special appearances. I, I don't know whether he's still there. I've got a feeling he's possibly been taken out of the rotation now. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a little bit strange. Um, uh, the, the walk is just weird, but the interaction with him is really good. Um, he doesn't do um, photos anymore. Um, like he did when they first introduced him, he just kind of comes out and has he got an agent now? Has he? <laughs> yeah, well, Black Widow sometimes, <laughs> um, which is weird because he's wearing a costume that she was already dead by that point. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> oh well, um, but yeah, he comes out and he, he kind of he'll 
he'll kind of pose, but they won't have a queue of people to meet him. You'll just have like a, a throng of people in front of him. And it'll occasionally he'll turn around and, and kind of go, should we take a photo? And you'll get a selfie with him and, and that's it. He'll, he'll turn away and, and things like that. But it's all voiced by Mark Ruffalo, um, which is really good. And it, it's all kind of like a, a show when he makes his appearance. Like Iron Man will be up on the building and to be talking about security and, and things like that and say, we've got someone else from the Avengers coming to help me out today. Um, and then he'll walk out, the doors will open and he'll lumber out um, with his extra long arms. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's good. It, it's nice that they've got some of those, those characters um, making an appearance um, and I suppose on that note, we'll we'll touch on what we've talked about the the ending of Galaxy's Edge storyline and time timeline limits. Um, I bumped into um, oh why can't I remember a name from the book of Boba Fett? Fennec Shand. Yeah, that's it. Just having some breakfast, and she came up behind me um, and told me I had to work work for Boba Fett. Oh, that's nice. Fair enough. And you're like, I'm on yeah. vacation. <laughs> yeah, but no sign of him anywhere. Um, I know he was meant to be in, in the land, but Fennec Shand was, was wandering around, um, accosting people and making sure that they uh, they weren't doing anything wrong and if they were willing to work for Fett. Um, but yeah, uh, Avengers Campus... Um, I actually think the Paris one is set out better, um, having done both of them. Um, whereas I feel like Disneyland's entertainment is far superior. Um, as I say, characters that are nowhere near in sight at Disneyland Paris. Um, you've got the Doctor Strange show, which is great. Um, I went on Mission Breakout, but I went on the Monsters after dark version i actually didn't think it was as forceful as the original tower of terror um it seems to have been toned down a little and i don't know whether that's because you're looking at screens and stuff like that rather than looking out across the park you get that one moment where where you get to the top and the, the doors open and you can see out um but for most of the time you're just looking at screens during the drops Mm. Um, it was good fun uh, I don't feel the need to do it again um, I might do the normal one if I end up out there or it ends up somewhere else um, Monsters After Dark I probably wouldn't need to do again um, the other thing we did in Avengers Campus we ate at Pim's um, we went with the giant pretzel in the end um, nice. as it was only a, it was only a, a snack time um, so we had that and that was great. That was one of my favorite things I ate while I was there. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed Avengers campus again. Um, but yeah, there, there's things that Paris does better things that Disneyland does better. Um, but California adventure as a whole, um, I think ended up being our favorite park just cause it wasn't as busy. Um, and we got to do most of it. Um, that first night, we ended with a dessert party um, for World of Colour. And that, for me, is probably my favourite nighttime spectacular now. 
Um, ju- it's just something special sitting there. And uh, again, we sent pictures to you guys. Um, we'd been in the, the Pixar bar on Pixar Pier, uh, Lamplight Lounge during the day uh, and loved that as well. That was great. Um, if you want a, a break and a, and a drink and a snack, that's a great place to go. But the World of Colour Dessert Party, the, the organisation leaves a little bit to be desired, probably along the same lines of what we were talking about at Fantasmic earlier. They, they could organise it all a little bit better, I think, especially with it not being in a specified arena just for that it is out in the, the main park um, they kind of when you're doing the dessert party they queue you way back in the back of the park and then have to walk you through to where you're, where you're sitting um, but that was great you had five or six desserts cheese and crackers um, unlimited soft drinks um, you'd get a couple of alcoholic drinks included as part of it as well. Uh, tea and coffee is unlimited as well. Obviously, we were only on our first full day, so three, four cups of coffee got us through the, the evening while watching it. Sadly, it didn't keep our little one awake. Um, he wasn't wasn't drinking coffee, obviously. He fell asleep about <laughs> 10 minutes before it's... He, he fell asleep about 10 minutes before it started. Um, <laughs> he did wake up. Eventually, we got him to wake up, but he was absolutely shattered by that point. Um, but we we got to see it, and, and I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I got to see it finally, because uh, last time we were there, it was just being implemented. They hadn't started it, so we'd never seen it. Um, but that's one of our favourite areas of the park anyway, um, and to be able to see that was, was great. Um so that was California Adventure. We we managed to do everything over our, our two days there. Um, really enjoyed that park. Disneyland, as I said, was was a lot more busy. Um, we got stuff done. Um, as I said, not the the major stuff. That some of it was missing. We we did both the Star Wars rides. Rise of the Resistance is by far the best attraction that Disney has um, for me. It's unreal how they combine all the different ride systems. Um, and it is, it's a long experience. It's, it's not quickly over. Uh, you obviously have a, a long queue in the first place and, and the queue is really well themed. Um, really like that. The, the pre-show that I'm sure everybody has seen with Ray and BB-8. Is is great fun, um, and then the, the ride itself. Yes, some things have been turned off. Um, for those of you that have watched any of it or or been on it, the the scene when you're escaping, um, and the guns are firing over you, they no longer fire. Uh, they're all stationary now. Um, I don't know, and that's something I've seen both California and Walt Disney World. Um, it seems like it's been a conscious decision to do that. Yeah, I wonder, um, I wonder if that is a part of the ride that you know is notorious for breaking or something. Yeah, it seems it like a be. weird decision for both of them to stop doing it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed it. The, the The ride system itself is is very very unique, um, and I'm sure Mr. D will talk about it as well when he gets back. Um, 
But yeah, we we loved but again both rides. I finally got to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Yay! Uh, <laughs> after the last time being suckers, gunners, and mechanics or whatever they they're called. But me and the little one uh, flew the Millennium Falcon while the wife was was the gunner. Um, so that was great fun to finally experience that. Um, and yeah, just overall. Um, the only thing I will say, and Nick talked about it earlier, we went to um, Ogres again. Oh. <laughs> we went to Ogres again, and the I don't think they're quite as on the ball anymore. Oh. We're staying in story. Um, there was none of that. They were just, and, and we literally got offered one drink. There seems to have been put a limit of one drink on it now. Um, we had the bill literally within five minutes of ordering our drinks. So just they wanted build, us. Just build a bigger bar. Yeah. And there's room. Yeah. There's one literally right next to it. So annoying. Um but yeah they they wanted us gone. They they put the bill on the on the table literally as soon as we we got our drinks. Um but still still enjoyable. Um I don't find that enjoyable, did, I'll be honest. Like I think there's nothing worse than being somewhere where you don't feel wanted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, when we, I mean, and we were very early going to Olgers. I mean, it was in like, what, the first six can weeks eat, or something? Can you eat there? Yeah. They have some, they have some snacks. Yeah. Bar snacks. Yeah. It's, I, th- I think there's a few cooked things, but I mean, it, it's, it's, what you would Limited. usually get in a in a I mean not now you know nowadays you go to a pub you can have like full on meals can't you but before it used to be like little picky yeah. things so it might be like chicken wings yeah. or something like that but um yeah but the, the, just in general I mean when we when we first went to Olga's if I remember rightly didn't we have like a uh, a forty five minute slot or something yeah I think and we got we had two drinks and yeah. we had to chase for the bill. And we were yeah. in there way more, you know, we was we was in there more than an hour. Might be yeah. about an hour and ten before we, we actually got out. And yeah. part, part of that was because so we had to wait for the bill and then, you know, my galactic credits hadn't been accepted. Because uh, <laughs> they, they have to swipe cards because they're so behind the rest of the world. Idiots. Universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the universe. Literally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's nothing that I hate more than being made to feel like I'm not welcome. And I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's a Star Wars joke in there about uh, you know we don't want you here. He doesn't want you here either. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, I think that's I think that's quite poor. Like I think you know if they'd have served you a drink and said um, you know do you, would you like a you know do you think you'll you'll have another drink or something. That's you know, and and then they gave you the bill because you said no. That's one thing, but to just take yeah. an order and then give you the bill, it's very that's very odd to me. I I, I wouldn't be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. So we did that. We also had Droid Depot box. That's great fun. Um, it's so easy. You just walk in, you check in, um, and they say go and pick your parts, whatever you want to build. Um, and then you take it to the the stand. They help you build it if you've got any issues. Um, but Sam built a BB unit, um, BB thirteen, I think. No, BB BB eighteen. 
it was because that was the day that we made it. So that's that, that's what it got called. It's BB18. Um, yeah, great fun driving that around hotel rooms while we were there. Um, he also got a spider bot, so he was he was properly spoiled um, when it came to them. Um, but yeah, the Galaxy's Edge is still probably the best themed land, uh, and I think it will be for a while. Um, when it comes to what uh, Imagineering have done, um, really enjoyed it as always. And as I said, we we missed out on a few rides. Um, I actually did nearly get on Splash, and it closed as I got to the the door. Um, I wanted to get on that before, obviously, it disappears, but not to be. Um, did get on Pirates. That was one of the aims. Um, I always have to get on Pirates of the Caribbean. Big Thunder was the one that I was I was gutted about most. Um, honestly, I completely forgot about Indy until we'd left, and I went, oh, didn't get on it. Um, not because it's a bad ride. I just completely forgot it was there. Yeah. um i'm not used to talking this much anymore did you did Um, you get to go on uh haunted mansion holiday yes yes we did um great to get on that again obviously we'd been on it before um we went on it the last time we were out there um but sam got his first uh taste of haunted mansion holiday um always great to to see that um, got to see Hatbox Ghost for the first time because obviously he wasn't oh. there the last time we no. went. Um, he was just afterwards. Did he have yeah. an hat on? A Christmas hat? On uh, yes, he does. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is, is quite clever, and it's still it's still really clever how they do it. Um, but yeah, that was great to get back on that. The other thing that I was I was annoyed that I didn't do was the was the tiki room. Still haven't managed to do it. Um, it's it's unreal how many times I've missed out on that Um, I was going to go on it is it a Christmas thing or is it no it's not it was it was just normal and it's the same I got on Jungle Cruise they don't have Jingle Cruise out there Um, which they did originally and but I did I love going on the Jungle Cruise at night I think it's at its best during the night night time because the the animatronics kind of come from nowhere. All of a sudden, the boat will pick them up with the lights on the front of the boat and they appear from nowhere. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And and I have to be honest, I was surprised just how busy the parks were in the evening as well. Um, they really they take on a life of their own uh, out of Disneyland in the evening. Um, really was busy. And, and Adventureland, weirdly, had the biggest buzz going, walking around there. Um, it's not one of my favourite lands normally, but yeah, it's just very, a lot of narrow pathways and, and just lots of people um, walking around and milling around and just generally having a wander around the park. Um, so Did yeah, you, it was... Bearing in mind, right, you haven't been for years. Um, yeah. Every holiday you've tried to book for about five years has ended in catastrophe. Yeah. Um, Did you cry? Was there a moment where you've walked through the gates or just some little memories come back in and it set you off? Yeah, I, I, I suppose, I'm just trying to think. We 
we didn't do Disneyland till the second day. Really? Um, and I think it was it was kind of when I got possibly even Galaxy's Edge. Um, but we did we did a couple of things that kind of so was some things that were new, some things that were old. Um going on the railroad was great to be back on that. Um Loved doing that. But then there was other things that we hadn't done before. Like we did a Main Street vehicle on our second second day um, and just drove straight up Main Street um, and just watched everything kind of go past. And, and honestly, one of the things that surprised me that we enjoyed a lot was great moments with Mr. Lincoln. I'd love to um, do that. It, the, the animatronic is ridiculous to think that that's one of the the early things from that park um to still see it going like it is and obviously it's it's been rebuilt and stuff like that but really surprised at how much i enjoyed that um and yeah just some of the i went on mr toad's wild ride for the first time i love that for a dark ride it's Obviously, it's very similar to a lot of the other dark rides, but it's just one of those things that if you go to Disneyland, you kind of have to do um, because it isn't anywhere else. Any, well, anymore, I suppose. But yeah, really, really like that. We we did we did a lot of the classics, like we did Small Worlds, um, Casey Jr. We did um, Storybook Canal Boats, um, just just a lot of those. And, and I suppose the the big thing the the first day we went to to Disneyland because we we changed hotels that day um, because we couldn't get any any more bookings at, at any of the three Disneyland hotels. Um, but on that that first day at Disneyland, we we took the monorail into the park, uh, pretty much from the hotel, um, and that was that was kind of special because obviously it's it's the original monorail. So I, I would probably pick that overall as being one of those standout moments. Uh, was getting on that original monorail because I didn't know whether I ever would because obviously we've seen the problems Walt Disney World has got with theirs. Um, And honestly, there is problems with the monorail out there. As I said, it got really warm. It was 36 degrees uh, and the monorail wouldn't work. (laughs) They stopped running it about halfway through the day and we we couldn't get back to the hotel. That was the way we were going to go because we were moving that day so we were going to go and pick the car up and move to the next hotel and come back um and we waited must have been 90 minutes and in the end we just said the the second hotel was nearer to the parks than the other one so lisa and sam went off and walked to the hotel and i went back i walked back to the hotel and picked the car up um just because the monorail wasn't working so we were lucky that we we got to go, uh, I, and honestly, when we got off the monorail, we jumped straight on finding Nemo submarines as well. So that was another iconic moment that, up until six months ago, I didn't even know if that had been running because it had been closed for two years. Um, so th- there was lots of moments like that where it was kind of pinch myself. I'm I'm back here. Oh, I mean, oh, what what. You've said about the the food, the Pim's um, big sandwich thing. Was there any like classic Disney? Is it the 
There's a, a sandwich, isn't there? Um, is it the Monte Cristo or something? Yeah, we didn't get the Monte Cristo. We did eat in New Orleans Square. We actually went to the French market and, and we had another couple of staples of of Disneyland and Disney in general. So we had the mint julep while we were yeah. there. Um, and we also had, um, I don't know, I don't want to call it a, it wasn't like a chili, but like a, a stew in the bread bowl, which is obviously a staple of, of Epcot with the, the cheese um, in the bread bowl. But this was like a, a beef stew inside it, which was unreal. Um, and also we we didn't get the grey stuff. Um, huh? We did eat uh, the Red Rose tav- Tavern, but we had the grave stuff. Oh. Um, so it got, it was basically the same thing, but it got like a, a chocolate grave stuck in the top of it um so that was there for for halloween um we had that and and the other thing we did have one of the the halloween boogie boogie bash specialities um as well we went to schmoozies which is the the milkshake place in california adventure and we had a blood orange milkshake which was which kept us going that first night as well um so yeah, we had a we had a few staples of of Disneyland. The the one thing I said that when we walked away from it um, was that we didn't have beignets or a churro uh, either. Um, but we did get a churro at, at Knott's Berry Farm a couple of days later. Um, so we made sure we did at least knock that one out out when we couldn't have done it at Disneyland. So just as I said at the top of the show, there just wasn't enough time to do everything that we wanted to do. Um, and I said, if we go back, we would probably just stay at Disneyland for the entire trip. Wow. Um, we would probably do at least a week at Disneyland if we went back. A week at Disneyland? I mean, Disneyland compared to Disneyland Paris, is it no comparison? No, it's not. Unfortunately, the, the studios is... It's half the size of California Adventure for a start. Wow. Um, it just ride after ride after ride. You, get, you turn one corner and there's another one right in front of you. Yeah, I was going to say that the, the big thing when you look at um, when you look at the Disney parts in general is that you know per per kind of like square meter, the amount of rides at Disneyland supersedes everything. Yeah. Doesn't it? I think it's, it's got it's, more attractions there than Magic Kingdom and obviously yeah. Disneyland Paris as well. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, because of, because of you and um, we're watching the Lodge guys at the moment, they're on what the back home now, but they, they did a road trip from Disneyland to Walt Disney World and they stopped off at all the major tourist attractions. It, it's just it's pricked me attention. Like I've always wanted to go to Disneyland, but I really want to go to Disneyland now. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, I've said on here before that, um, the next time I, I do like a, a, an American Disney holiday, I would much rather go to Disneyland than Disney world. Have you done yeah. it Nick, in the past? No. And I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the main reason. Um, Obviously, that is that I've never done it, so I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to experience it. But for me, it's the attractions that they've got that you know. So you know, P Dub's like listed off a few, but you know, 
obviously I want to see Alice in Wonderland, but you know, there's things like uh, Roger Rabbit's Toontown Spin, which you know yep. you don't get anywhere else. Um, their pirates is obviously different to, well, they're all different, aren't they? You know, Disneyland Paris's yep. pirates is the closest to Disneyland's pirates, um, but it's still different. Yep. And, you know, it's obviously much longer than the, the Disney World version. Both of those are. Um, so there's lots of things like that. Plus, you know, it's a different Avengers campus. So I want to see that. It's got a Galaxy's Edge. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's there's lots of stuff that I want to do. And, you know, things like Radiator Springs. You know, there's, there's lots of things at that park um that you don't get it's anywhere else. It's just what else. P-Dabs has just said there. Of yeah. You walk off Ron Ride and there's another ride right there. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's, it, it wouldn't matter if that wasn't the case. You know, for me, it's it's just the fact that there are so many things that are different um, that, I, that I want to see and I want to experience. And I mean, obviously being a, a massive Nightmare Before Christmas fan, and I have been since 1994, so I'm not one of these hot topic millennium bus wagon jumpers you know i was there at you know at the beginning when it first came out in the uk i've always loved it and so to be able to go and experience an actual attraction has always uh appealed to me um yeah. you know the, the big the big problem obviously is it is such a way to go you know yeah I, going to you know canada was six and a half hours disney world is about seven seven and a half hours eight sometimes um you know they're, they're quite long but you're looking at what is it about 11 and a half yeah well this time it was, it was quicker. a bit quicker it did, yeah yeah it took i think it was about 10 and a half and then yeah. nine and a half coming back and the, and the thing is as well it's not just that as we were talking before the show it's the time difference you know it's yeah. it's only another three hours on top of what going to Disney World would be, but, you know, being eight hours uh, behind the UK, it really, it does play, it does play up on you. Um, they reckon, they up. reckon it takes, it takes a day per time zone that you travel through to wow. recover. Wow. And um, you went through 26 case, time zones. <laughs> but in my case, I wasn't allowed to stop once I got home. So I've now hit that wall about a week later uh, and now trying to recover yeah and that and that's it i mean i i had a day off in between coming yeah. back you know I, I came back on the wednesday and i was back to work on the friday so i don't really count the the arrival date as a day but i had one full day uh off of work before i went back and because of my weird sleep anyway I, I was saying this to Pete, I was able to kind of get back quite quickly to like normality. But it's almost been two weeks and my wife and, and Alice are still not really there. They're still struggling. And that was five hours. So eight hours is is a is a yeah. big jump. So, you know, that that's the other problem as well. You've got to you you've got to time it to to make sure that you've got, you know, tight you factor in time to recover as well on the way back. Yep. The problem with um, having a holiday like you've just had paid up, or even the one that we just had, you know, they're not proper. They're not. They're not relaxing. No. You know, I don't know what you were. Uh, I was saying this to 
Craig the other week when we first spoke after I got back, you know, one of the days I was in Canada, I did over 40,000 steps. Yeah. You know, that wow. that's that's theme park. That's like, that's like a full day at a theme park and actually a bit yep. more. I don't think I've even done that in a theme park before. Um, but, you know, these holidays are a lot of walking. There are a lot of standing around. They're, they're not, especially going to California when you're there for a short period of time, you're packing a lot of stuff in. You don't have pool days. Yep. You don't have really shopping days. You're you're always doing something. So these aren't yep. relaxing. So you, you go and have this great time, but then you've not actually had a break. <laughs> in fact, you're doing yeah. more than you would have done at home. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're very, they're very strange, which means that yes, it's, it's harder to, um, yeah, we, quantify, I suppose. We, we did mention um, me and PE dabs in a, in a little chat the other day. It, it was me. It's always me, but that, that travel podcast, because you've been to Canada and there's no way to talk about it because we've got a Disney podcast, we've got a Universal podcast. You, you hang know, on, and hang on. I've, what's what's I've, that noise? What's that noise I can hear? Hang on. What's oh oh Patreon? Oh, we got a Patreon that, where we can put stuff on that doesn't fit in the what, realms of normality. And that's what P Dab said. Yeah. Patreon. You know, I went to Washington, Philadelphia, New York. P Dabs has been to Nutsberry Farm there. And again, it doesn't. It, it touches on because there's a bit of Halloween horror nights type stuff and a bit of Disney type stuff, but it doesn't really fit. And mm. it, it'd be good if we could maybe, obviously not a regular monthly occurrence, but maybe when somebody goes away out of the gang mm. on a holiday, that they, they get a space to talk about it and and immortalise it, and maybe it could be put out to the masses at a later date on one of the feeds that we've got. No, no, no. But- screw, screw the masses. Like, I, I told you, like, I, I appreciate anyone that listens to this show, but the people that actually support our Patreon, I just yeah. love a lot more. Because I'd love to hear <laughs> Canada in depth, and I'd, I'd love to hear, like, the bits where P-Dabs woke up early and walked to the local convenience shop while... Mrs. P. Dabs and baby P. Dabs were in bed and he went and like bought some weird croissants. You know, the stories it of doesn't me sound in like New York. To buy weird bakery yeah. items. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> find the, the big tub of uh, cinnamon rolls. That's so I ended up having to go for mini ones. <laughs> it, it's like the day in New York when I got up um, and went to the delicatessen to get four croissants. Well, with... I mean... Cheese, bacon, sausage, egg, and when seventy dollars for four for four croissants. Jesus Christ! I mean, it's and when I got back to the hotel, there was no bacon and sausage on them. It was just egg croissants. Oh my god! I had to eat them all. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, well, it's I'm not like you to turn down that. turn down an egg. Um, Oh, mate, I've had two while I was while we were recording this. But I mean, you know, I because I didn't know what to do, but I felt I had to do something. You know, while I was a, while I was in Canada, I, I went live on Facebook for a few minutes because I'd found the Toys R Us and Walmart that I was so longing to go and visit while I was out there. You know, the thing is, people don't 
follow us for that kind of content but i wanted to share that with people because i was excited um then yeah we need to have we need to have an outlet for it but uh there we go but look before we before we wrap up and apologies to to steve wilson this isn't going to be a five-hour podcast um but when i think people and, and you know obviously people listen to this and I like to think they listen to this because they, they like us as people because they could listen to it any number of Disney podcasts if they wanted to. Um, so I think people do listen because they like us. And if they do, they obviously know, P-Dubs, about your storied history. Um, you yeah. know, the trips that have been cancelled, the uh, the coaches that haven't uh, started to, to move, uh, to take to Disneyland Paris. Um, you know, Things that have happened, the fact that this holiday has has moved from one coast to another, years from you know another year. Um, I mean, we've we've basically traced COVID. The origins of it was a P Dab's holiday. It, it, apparently, it was a poisoned cinnamon bun. They yeah. had a Universal that had been <laughs> uh, mixed with a bat uh, that that starts the whole pandemic. But you know, long time listeners to this will know that you know. A running joke here is that you know you are a calamity when it comes to holidays. Something normally goes yep. wrong. Although, unless yep. unless one of us is involved, because we had no problems when we went to Paris, and we didn't have any no. problems when you know we all went to Orlando. But when you are doing your own thing, something generally goes yep. wrong. And yep. And I said this off air, but I'll say this like publicly. I was waiting to see one of your Facebook posts with you updating your holiday with some disaster and every time post pops up I was like oh here it is here it is oh no it's just P-Dubs has gone to Goofy's Kitchen how lovely um until until the last day <laughs> until until the last day yes and you can't blame me for this this was not my fault in any way shape or form I mean you well, were there actually it was because we went you to were a, there. yeah we went to a sh- we went to a shop that I wanted to go to you were in the same postcode <laughs> um, so it's kind of my fault. Um, so yeah, we we went through. We did Disney. We did Knott's Berry Farm. We did Warner Brothers Studio Tour. We did Universal, which we'll talk about on that Universal podcast. Um, and we finished our day with what we thought was well, our, our holiday with what we thought was going to be a relaxing couple of days at the beach, Santa Monica. First day, fine. We we got there. No problems. We'd we'd been at Universal uh, during the day, and then we drove down to Santa Monica um, that evening. No problems. Next day, we went to the beach. Lovely morning. Had dinner at Bubba Gump's um, at lunchtime oh, uh, on Santa on Santa Monica Pier. Oh. That was that was great. Yeah, um, oh. and and we discovered my my wife is a massive fan as Nick knows as he commented on on the post about it i discovered there was a bath and body works behind our hotel wife wanted to go there fine no problems we'll go and do that um i discovered there was a a lid store for anybody that doesn't know they sell baseball hats sporting baseball hats jerseys and things and i wanted to go along and, and have a look so we walked down there and it was we were quite tired by that point and we'd finished in there didn't buy anything um, walking back to the hotel, uh, and my wife tripped over an uneven sidewalk 
Um, we heard it. Uh, she fractured her ankle uh. Uh, <laughs> on the last day. So we spent our last afternoon and evening in an emergency room in, in Santa Monica, uh, UCLA uh, emergency room. Um, spent the day there. They put her in a temporary cast because they knew we were flying home the next day. Um, first bill we paid was $600, and they're still coming in at the moment. We have got travel insurance, so don't worry, it's being sorted. Um, and then the next day was pretty much all down to me to, to get us home. Um, we travelled to the airport nine hours before our flight. Nah, what, hours. Else could, what else could we do? Because no, we well, had to yeah. check out the hotel, couldn't walk anywhere. Um, so I had to drop them off in LAX, as I say, one of the busiest airports going um the plan hadn't been for me to drive into the airport um but i had to work out how to get to departures drop the two of them off at the airport with all the bags did um, you have a wheelchair at this point or no crutches? she didn't get crutches they gave her a walker all right okay. um oh <laughs> so i had to drop all of that off and literally run because you can't stay there's police cars all over LAX that move you on. So I had to get going. I then had to find my way back to the um, car rental drop-off, um, get back on a bus and find my way back to them because the bus dropped off on the lower level. They were on the upper level of the, hotel, of the airport. So I had to find my way back. I got a text message saying, we've had to go inside. There's a um, protest of some kind going on outside the airport. Was it a process to stop you coming back to LA to cause panic? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then we thought, right, we'll we'll go and check in. Obviously, you can do 24 hours in advance. So we thought, right, I'd already let them know that we were going to need assistance. Um, got there, spoke to one of them, saying, are we all right to check in? My wife's got a broken ankle. We've let everybody know that we need assistance. She was like, yeah, that's fine. Went to check in. You're gonna need a fit to fly letter. Oh God! No one had, no one had told us this, despite the fact that the the uh, hospital knew we were flying home. Um, so we we eventually we spent about an hour and a half trying to get this letter from the hospital. Um, we got through to someone. They said, "Oh, we we can do it." Um, I don't know why they need it but we can do it. Um, can we fax it to the to the airport, to the airline? Of all things, faxing. Um, so I then had to go and speak to the desk again, get a fax number, waited an hour, and nothing came through. Oh, um, my God. So we, we rang it again, and they were like, oh, yeah, we've been expecting your call. We couldn't get the fax to go through. Can you get an email address? <laughs> And just fucking email at your bell ends. Yeah, oh. exactly. Uh, within five minutes, it was there. And and we were sorted. I'm going to be honest, I didn't think BA were particularly great with helping us. Um, at times, she was having to walk. They took the walker away from her to put on the plane. Um, <sighs> we told them we needed a wheelchair. Didn't get one. Um, at times... Um, really wasn't great. Um, 
but we got there eventually. Uh, and then I had to go through the whole same process at the other end. Um, leave them with the baggage in the airport, go and pick my car up from the, the parking, drive back to the airport to get them. And it was just, it just, it seemed to double the amount of effort I needed. And, and you know how stressful flying can be as it is. Um, making sure you've got everything and stuff like that. And it, it just doubled the stress. And as I said, it's only finally now this past weekend that I've kind of actually been able to go, do you know what? I'm done because I've worked then the full week after we've come back. Um, so this weekend's finally the first time. And and I'm going to be honest, it's been a struggle to kind of get back in the right frame of mind mm. um, these last few days after after having to deal with it. But we're, we're getting there. We're slowly how, getting there. It's... How is the Mrs. P-Dabs and what's their prognosis? So we went to the A&E when we got home the next day here. Um, they x-rayed her and couldn't find anything oh. to start with. Um, Didn't realise they, they, they x-rayed the wrong on. leg. No, they, um, they left <laughs> they the cast the wrong on. woman. They left the cast on for some reason to do the x-ray. We have oh. no idea why. Um, so we then went through the whole thing. And literally, this was a temporary cast. It would. It got a bit of plastic up the back of it just to keep her legs straight. Yeah. Um, so we could. We literally. The woman in A and E here in the UK went off to get some scissors. My wife had managed to rip it off by the time she got back because it was it was literally mainly bandage with yeah. this bit of plastic just to hold a, a leg. They X-rayed her again. They found it. Um, so what had ha- actually happened was. When she'd gone over, she'd sprained her ankle that bad that it pulled the ligament, which then pulled a bit of the bone away. Oh, fucking hell. Um, Why did you have to, you so, have to say that? You could have just said, yeah, they found it, it was actually decent. That, yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, so that that was what the problem was. They, they said she should be back to semi-normal within six weeks. Um, but it will take a while to build that ankle back up again. Um, yeah. Because of because of the type of injury, it wasn't just a break. It was it was tendons and all sorts of things that were were pulled about and and stuff like that. So she's getting there. She she went back to work on the Monday, um, but again, that's all on me because I'm now chauffeur. Um, I'm dropping the little one off at school, dropping her off at work. Then I'm going into the office at the moment as well. Um, then having to come back, pick the little one up, carry on working, then go out and pick her up again. So that's that's been the added strain as well for the last last week is that I haven't really stopped. Mm. Um, and this is actually the first time I actually can sit here and go, do you know what? I actually feel semi all right um, because I'm now done in the office um, and kind of talking about what we did over the holidays actually relaxed me a little bit. I, I, I absolutely know where you're coming from. Everyone knows about our Eve last year and John O'Groats breaking a leg. Yeah. The, the second to last day of the holiday, you've had the most beautiful holiday. You've made the most amazing memories. And then on the last day, bang, something yep. terrible has happened. 
and it just takes away everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really but, does. And... But it's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely it is. And yeah, not everything was was great, but is it ever? For me, it's still one of those those things that will stick with me. It's it's the first time Sam's been to a US park that he can remember. Mm. Um, and every day he sends me and saying he misses California. So you know that he's had a good time. And that's what it's all about for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you all know, Ad Eve's in university, she's 18 now. Everything I've ever done all my life is to get back to the parks with me little girls. And it's yeah. horrible. When they, when they grow up, it's absolutely horrible. We're going next year, and it, it's not going to be the same as when we went three years ago because everyone's three years older, including the kids. You've only got your kids for a small window of your life, and then they're gone. Very philosophical of me, like, but it's hard yeah, to work. It's, it's dead sad. Dead yeah. sad. Uh, the, the only thing I want to add to that, P-Dubs, is uh, you'll, you'll be devastated to know that for some Absolutely bizarre reason. I don't know why. Um, I've now got a lease in my town centre. <laughs> so we've got one in in Derby. Um, obviously, they're they're not not as well stocked in the UK. Mm. Um, have, but as I've I said, I didn't buy anything. Yeah, top of jar, box. I was thinking yeah. about getting a podcast hat made actually because you can go and get your hats done, yeah. can't you? Yeah. Get well, I. Yeah, on top of that, and it's it's something we'll we'll talk a little bit more about with Universal. I actually got a, a Dodgers jersey um, personalised while I was while I was out there. Um, so you've got a lid, and you've got a lid. Yeah. So why why don't we do a baseball cap giveaway for the listeners? What are you going to give them away? Because it's competition. You don't. No, 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 no. What are you going to give away? A cap. Yeah, what, what? What one? A lid. Well, this is a Disney podcast, so that Disney podcast. Oh, it's well, cap. I've got it. I've got it. So I was, I was legitimately thinking about getting uh, a podcast, uh, a hat made. Uh, so let, if I do that, then we can see what the quality comes out like. And if it, if it comes out all right, then yes, I'm, I'm absolutely up for doing that. <laughs> and the, the competition is which ankle. Did Mrs. P Dab three? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 one of two. 50, 50, yeah. It is, yeah, Unless yeah, she's yeah. an alien, she might have three. Um, speaking of aliens, the last thing I wanted to mention tonight, and it was only because uh, Chris Ripley. Do you remember him? He mentioned in the chat. Vaguely, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Is um, that they they for I don't know why, but um, they released tickets today. You could buy tickets today to go to the the world premiere of uh, Disney's next animated film, Strange World. No, 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 no. So you, there was a family premiere, but the world premiere was about three days before that, and that was one hundred twenty-seven pounds a ticket. Oh fuck off, Disney! That's the uh, that's the red carpet event. You see, um, I think they I think they do do a carpet for the family premiere. I'm not sure. I've not been to one of those, but um, yeah, this is a company. 
it's as big as Apple, it's as big as Google, it's as big as fucking Elon I, Musk. And... I would imagine, I would imagine, because of the time of year, it's actually a, char- a charity uh, event. Oh, oh, all right. So, Still fuck off, Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yes. Um, but the reason I mentioned it was because Ripley said he hadn't even heard of it. Now, No, I haven't. We've definitely talked about it on here. We talked about it when the, the trailer first dropped probably about six months ago but it's it's very very bizarre like this is uh how bizarre how bizarre pretty bizarre (laughs) um it's it's weird in that you know november they always you know that's normally when disney released their big film for the year is thanksgiving you know that's when frozen came out that's when frozen 2 came out that's when wreck it ralph came out that's when uh, Back of Love 2 came out. Yep, in, uh, in, in Kanto last year. Um, you know, that's normally the big Disney film of the year is is coming out for Thanksgiving. This film has had so little buzz that I'm I'm just kind of like shocked by it. I've seen no merchandise for it at all. Buzz Lightyear, or Lightyear, um, the merchandise for that was out about two or three months before the film came out, and that was obviously quite a bomb, but... Um, that I've seen nothing I like for this. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, you're allowed like to. It's, it's it's okay. You're allowed to like it's it. A nice I'm just film, yeah. I'm just pointing out it, it was a bomb. Um, but there's been no. I've seen no adverts for this other than trailers. I've seen no posters for it. I looked up on my cinema uh, website today uh, to see about tickets. There are no tickets on sale yet for this film that comes out in oh, two gosh. weeks. It's it's like it's. It wouldn't surprise me if this film comes out and then about a week later Disney announced it's going to be the Christmas Day film on Disney Plus. Oh, Disney! I think I honestly think that's what they're going to do. Like, there's been so little buzz around it. So I knew about it, and I've seen the trailer for it, but I'm shocked of the lack of of promotion for it. This has been going on. We used to talk to um, Pete. What no? Peter, Mark Peter, yeah, about lack of lack of Disney promotion on films. They've been awful for getting on it over ten years. Shocking. But this is unlike anything else. I mean, at least with most of the films that um, he would have turned around and said had like really bad publicity, you'd see posters on buses for them. You'd see posters at bus stops for them. You'd see them advertised yeah, at train yeah. stations. I've literally seen nothing for this film. If I didn't know myself this film was coming out in two weeks, I wouldn't have known the film was coming out either. It's only because I know this information, you know, and that's because I, I you know, I, I read and, 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 and look at too much, but there is, there's just been no presence of this at all. Um, I don't even know what it's called. Strange World. I thought it was a Star Trek, something to do with Star Trek. No, nothing to do with Star Trek. So it's a it's a it's a brand new IP, but it does look quite similar to Lightyear, really. It's a film set on on an oh. alien planet. It's yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, when we when we looked at the trailer a few months ago, I wasn't very complimentary to it. I didn't think it looked particularly good, but uh, you know, I don't want it to be bad. But I'm just yeah, really surprised with the lack of promotion for it. Even on even on Disney Plus, there's not even a trailer or anything on Disney Plus to. To show it as they sometimes do. So, yeah. I just thought I'd mention that. Um, but, yeah. 
thank you, P-Dubs, for uh, your your trip report of Disneyland. I will, of course, look forward to your uh, trip report for Universal as well soon, so we can hear what you thought about uh, the... Well, and the, the Patreon episode. Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, yes, there will be a Patreon episode this month. I don't think we... Uh, I'm not, I'll have to check the inbox to see if we've got any ideas. Um, if not, uh, send them in. Holiday. Well, it's a Patreon episode. Yeah. That'll be a bonus that bonus. Travel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that podcast. travel podcast. Um, we're launching it. Every time one of the team goes on holiday, we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Okay. In the Patreon. Thank you. Um... Yeah. But yes, we've well, got that. You're not talking about Canada anywhere else, you bellend. I, I didn't say that. I'm just saying maybe maybe we should give a, a, another bonus episode away. That's all I'm saying. We'll see. It'll definitely be out on Patreon anyway. Um, and obviously, Mr. Lee will be back soon, so he can talk about his trip as well. Uh, and me and Craig, hopefully, if we can get the trains to work, we'll be going oh, away oh, soon mate. as well. So stressful. So on Sunday, what day is it? Monday. So yesterday. Yeah. The first train to London from Liverpool cancelled. The second train ran, and then I drove the third train, and that is my that's my last chance saloon. That mm. train gets me into London half an hour before departure. If I'm on that train, I'm shitting me knickers. Oh yeah, literally shitting me knickers. I saw I saw a picture yesterday. From someone going to Disneyland Paris, and she had to queue for about an hour to get uh, through the barriers. Oh, so yeah. you'd be buggered if that's the train you're getting. Uh, so fingers crossed, Craig is going to make it. I, I should be fine. Um, we have already. Um, I've been contacted by a listener who is going to be out there uh, when we're out there, Craig. Uh, so we have a, a listener. Well, I have a listener. I don't know if they listen to you. They definitely listen they to me. Listen to me. <laughs> Who is it? Name names. No, I'm not going to name names. It's not. It's not oh, what this is about. I've, uh, I've got to name names. So, for little Joe, Joe, who was on the um, that Universal podcast, the Halloween special. Mm. I got an envelope the other day. So I was on holiday for a week. I was obviously in Scotland. I get when I get home, I've got an envelope. In a plastic bag, right? Oh, and I know. Yeah. yeah, Joe had been to Florida for that week. He bought me a little Prezi from Universal. Oh. Posted it out to, yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah. And then he's posted it to me. The envelope's based. Yeah. The post office have put it, the empty envelope in a carrier bag, well, a plastic bag, and yep. sent it anyway. So. A little shout out to little Joe. Wonderful. So was there was there anything in there? No, it was empty. The prezi that he'd sent me had fell out. Oh Jesus! Yeah. So his auntie, I think it, he said, is over there now, or is going to be over there soon, and he's going to get me another little prezi. Oh, and that's... she's going to yeah, she's going to smuggle it back into the UK in a baggage. Send it to him, and he's going to send it to me. Oh, I'd get the auntie to send it straight to me, and so that Joe doesn't have to pay any postage. That's lovely. I'm really glad that uh, people buy everyone else in the show gifts, but not the fucking man who's been here since day dot. That's fine. Have your favourites. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not taking offence by it at all. Um, uh, P. Dubs but... needs a prezi. What? 
he's he's got the joy of of this platform. <laughs> I bought you a present, Nick. Oh. Don't I tell you what, P Dubs? Don't right. So here's the thing. <laughs> so my wife for months has been saying, "I really want this backpack." Right. So I've asked everyone to look for it. Ryan looked for it, couldn't find it. Mister D was looking for it, Did couldn't he? find it. Doddy. And then P Dubs messaged me. We was in a cafe in Montreal at the time, just having brunch, and you said, "I think I found it." You, well, you definitely saw it, but you didn't know if they had any. And I was like, yeah. yep, that's the one. Great. So you say, I've got it for you. I'm like, brilliant. I'll get the money sent over to you. So excitedly, I go back into like the cafe we're in and tell my wife. You're on the like, same continent at this point. Yeah. Well, no. Because I'm. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah continent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, continent, yeah. yeah. So I, I say, so I've, we, we've got the backpack. Brilliant, she says. And I was like, great. And. I'd, because she didn't know what she wanted for her birthday, I basically said, like, here's some money I'll give you and you can, you know, put it towards whatever you want. So I said to her, you haven't picked anything out yet. Do you want that as part of your birthday present? And she went to me, oh, no, I didn't want the backpack. We're getting that for our daughter. Now, at no point, (laughs) at no point has this been mentioned to me at all, right? At all. It was always, I want this backpack. And then she's like, oh, no, it's for it's for Alice, right? Now, we took Alice to CET, and she was like, oh, yeah, it's a nice film, but she she really did not seem that bothered by it. And I've now spent, P does first, then me, I spent like 80 quid on a fucking backpack for a child who probably doesn't even want it as much as she thinks she does. Yeah, so I was like proper crestfallen, but hopefully yeah, but right, it'll be right. You're in about two weeks, right? You're going to be walking to the Asda in your Walt Disney World Crocs mm-hmm. with your Universal socks on, mm-hmm. with your your Dominic Diamond trolley throwback. Yeah. yeah. And, and none of these things. You'll have your ET backpack on. Yeah. That's probably what it's going to be. Yeah. So, but no, I was very, I was very grateful that, that, that PDOS was able to find it. Of course, Hollywood did not let me down. Uh, or not let P-dubs down. Uh, but we will talk about that on a future episode. So that's that's all fine and dandy. But uh, I just want to keep talking. I know you do. I can, I can tell that. But look, I mean, the important thing is, is that um, there's already one listener that wants to meet up with us. So I, I, I'll arrange something and we'll, we'll go and have yeah. it here. Um, we are, the plan was we wasn't going to set anything up properly officially we were just going to tell people this is where we're going to be at this time and if people want to come and meet us they can do um yeah. we'll still do that I, I don't i still don't want to do a uh you know a timed meetup thing uh but if obviously we're going to meet up anyway i'd like to meet up in the german bar in i know you do i know you do why do you love it there so much is it because you like germans sell, yeah and they sell okay. the big fucking um the big pints that are pints what are they called you don't, see, don't want the Infinity Gauntlet cocktails no, for your meetup. Exactly. Just see what I mean, P-Dubs. That's the smart thing to do. So let me take... This is another story. Me and... When I met up with Craig in Liverpool, right? Liverpool's obviously got, you know, bars everywhere. Where did we end up going, Craig? The cinema, because you wanted to. The what? Cinema. No. Where did we end up going for a drink? Oh, a German bar. A German bar. Be yeah, yeah. 
I'm noticing a pattern, P-Dub. That's all I'm saying. And I think it's all to do with Jürgen Klopp. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> German's bombed our chippies. So fucking. Oh, you don't even know what chippy is, Craig. I've got chippies. I can tell you about chippies, mate. You couldn't tell me about chippies, mate. What you know about chippies, you can fit on a postage stamp. And P-Dub's will back me up. Um... It's I been... got a chicken kebab from oh, our chicken. We, we have to like... mention K-Times was closed. Huh? It was closed on... Yeah. What? How, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> he has I his, have my he has spies. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to the Eaton Road fish bar last night. But that's Eaton a proper Road chippy. fish bar and got a chicken kebab. <laughs> yeah, that's a... I know I know the Eaton Road chip bar because somebody told me that's where you should be going instead of K-Times. That's a proper no. fish and chip shop, isn't it? When Everton had their training ground at the top of our road, which they did, um, that was Wayne Rooney's favourite chippy. Well, he likes grannies, what can we say? Um, it's been... We'll all, we'll all fuck a granny one day. It's It's been a delight. I'm, I'm so glad P-Dubs you had a great time, and thank you so much for telling us about it. And... I'm assuming we'll probably be back next week with a Universal show. Um, and then I think we've only got a few days before that, Craig, before we uh, we go off on our jolly. Yeah, and we're, yeah, I mean, we're going to poison the Disneyland Paris feed um, because we're planning, we're going to try and record like an idiot guide to going. So going through Eurostar, getting on Eurostar, getting off Eurostar, Gardener, changing trains. This will also it's be this be... will also be a Patreon thing. This is going to be a Patreon thing, or, or, or there yeah. will be content for Patreon, and there'll be content for public. But yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's going to be in depth and off the cuff. Well, maybe I've, the odd volant. I've got a, I've got some spare batteries and an extra large memory card, so we should be pretty good. Uh, but. P-Dubs, thank you. Craig, thank you. And I've got my book plugs on charge as we speak. USB chargers. I don't think you know what they are. Um, but That's more importantly, six. thank you, dear listener, because obviously we record this for you to hear and we hope you enjoy it. So thank you uh, for your support there. Uh, thank you, of course, to our beloved Patreons. We love you. Long time. And we will see you next week with another show. Yeah, I mean, if you can, right, go and listen to um, the Epic Horns podcast, Simon and Phil. Absolutely phenomenal, mate. Right, love them guys. I didn't. And then, is, this, is this a paid advertisement spot? What? No, I'm just signing off long time. And then um, Paul Brill, what's his podcast called? Break, breaking Dad? No. Uh, Break. break uh, yeah, oh mate, his last episode was like two and a half hours long. It's fucking brilliant. I oh, there you go, Steve. When when this episode finishes early, if it ever finishes, Better... if Craig shuts up, then you can go listen to that as well. Breaking Breaking Dead. No, no, Breaking Paul. Better call Paul. Better call Paul. See what he did there. Yeah. Better call Paul. 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 Better fucking call Paul. Are you done? Good. Paid up, sign us off. Here we go.
This podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network. <laughs>